You're listening to The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Laura O'Mahony, an online marketing educator, mother of boys, and pizza lover. This is the podcast that helps make marketing simple for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Each week, we bring you bite-sized, actionable tips, strategies, and hacks to help grow your business online. If you're ready to do the work and grow your online presence and stand out in a crowded space, then you're in the right place. Now it's time to jump into today's episode, so let's get going. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to The Marketing Guide with me, your host, Sora O'Mahony. So hands up if you can resonate with this. So you've spent ages coming up with the perfect post on Instagram and you write what you think is a fantastic caption. You press post and then nothing happens. So you can nearly feel, feel the tumbleweeds drifting across your post. And the next time then that you go to a post, you remember that nobody liked it or maybe you might have gotten one or two pity likes, which that's worse than anything. Um, And nobody commented and you didn't get a single save or a share. Um, so then you overthink your next post. You make it complicated. You hesitate to post. You doubt yourself. You doubt your abilities and what you have to say. And you get frustrated and you stop posting then for a few weeks. Um, so put your hands down now if that's you. Um, we've all been there, so don't worry. And in this week's episode, you're going to learn 10 actionable tips that you can put into place uh, to help eliminate those tumbleweeds and get your content, um, getting lots of engagement on your content. So make sure you grab a pen and a piece of paper and get ready to take some notes because this episode is a good one and there's lots of actionable tips uh, within it. So today's episode is brought to you by Flowdesk, um, which if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that's my go-to email marketing solution. So you can create beautiful um, emails with, they've got really lovely templates and you can set up to deliver out your freebies, um, your lead magnet, that kind of thing, really, really easily. Um, lots of beautiful templates and you get really good open rates and click through that kind of thing as well. So if you're interested in getting a 30-day credit card free trial, all you have to do is click the link in the show notes below and you can also get a 50% off coupon code if you do feel that you want to go and sign up um I have that there for you as well so just click the link in the show notes below to check that out Okay, so what is engagement? Today we're talking all about engagement on Instagram. So Instagram engagement is how your followers and your non-followers as well interact with the content that you publish. So your feed posts, your stories, your videos, your reels, IGTV, all that kind of thing. So you need to have a good idea of how much engagement your Instagram content is getting to know which content gets the best engagement. Um, so the algorithm is always changing and the types of content that perform well on Instagram, it changes with that too. So it's more than getting likes these days. Um, you want people to comment on, to share, to save, to follow you, to visit your profile and all that kind of thing. And Instagram has actually hidden likes on the platform. Um, so it has evolved with that and other types of engagement are more important than someone double tapping uh, your beautiful looking photo. So um, I'm going to talk all about the different uh, types of content that get engagement and different hacks that you can use to get good engagement on your profile as well. Um, so 
how do you measure engagement? So the best way to measure your engagement is by, by using insights and I'll go into that detail in just a sec. Um, so the next question that a lot of people ask me in the DMs all the time is what is a good engagement percentage? Um, this really is relevant to your account. So if you've got 10,000 followers and only 10 people like your, your photo or 10 people comment on your photo, that might be classed as good engagement. But if you've got 100 followers and 10 people comment on or 10 people share your post, and that could be classed as good engagement so it's relevant to your account um, so you need to have a mix of content and test different types of content so that you can understand what actually hits the mark with your audience and then you can measure the success of a post to one of your previous posts so you know if you've created a post that's like maybe a meme or something um, and you know previously that that got 100 likes it got 100 saves 100 shares and then you post um, your next meme and it only gets 20 you know that uh, that post hasn't quite hit the mark so you know then that you want to go and recreate uh, the previous posts that you've created so it's really individual to each account um, and you can set goals for yourself on this as well you can decide say this week I'm going to create three different posts the first one I wanted to get lots of shares the second one I wanted to have lots of saves so it's kind of save worthy content and the third one I want lots of comments I want lots of you know different conversations going on within the comments so you just have to experiment and don't overthink your posts. So just try things out and you'll never fail by trying things out. Um, and if you're overthinking and you're not posting because you have that fear of, well, I posted something before and nobody liked it, you never know what's going to hit the mark with your audience. Um, so just don't overthink it. Right, so let's get going into the episode and the 10 different steps. There's actually 11 because I've got a bonus one in there for you as well because I'm nice like that. <laughs> uh, so the first one is to know your audience. So you need to know exactly who your ICA is. And you're saying to me, Laura, what is an ICA? Never heard of this before. If you've listened to uh, previous episodes of the podcast, you might have heard me reference this. An ICA is your ideal customer avatar. Essentially, it's a breakdown of everything about your ideal customer. So what their likes are, what their dislikes are, where they live, how much money they earn, what kind of car they drive, all that kind of thing. So I am actually going to do a future episode on this because I do get asked that question all the time. So I will uh, stay tuned in the next couple of weeks. I will have an episode on that. Um, so you can track your audience metrics using Instagram insights so essentially that will tell you exactly who your audience is currently on your Instagram and does that match up with who your ideal customer is if it doesn't then there are some things that you can do to rectify that and get more of your ideal customers onto your Instagram profile so there's no good in having like thousands of followers if they're not your ideal customer and they're not going to buy from you and um, so we will cover that in a future episode as well on that ICA of how to get those ideal customers um, onto your Instagram profile and what are the types of things that you can do to attract those to your profile. Um, so your Instagram analytics then, which are your insights, basically, uh, they're only available to Instagram business profiles, which is one of the many reasons why I recommend switching to Instagram business profiles. So if you already have an Instagram business profile, you can access your insights. Um, if you open up your app and you see the hamburger icon on the top right hand side, it looks like a hamburger with the three different layers. So it's essentially three different lines. If you click on that, um, it will open up a little menu and and you will see inside that that you have um, uh, access then to your uh, Instagram insights are in there. 
Um, so if you haven't transitioned over to a business profile yet, it is a really good idea to do that now because a personal profile, it won't give you access to those insights and you, you won't know then what kind of content is hitting the mark and you know, you won't be able to create that engaging content in future because you don't know, you know, you don't have those details and those analytics. Like you don't have to go into major, major detail with the analytics or the insights. It's just a good idea to have that business profile so you have access to those. So as I said, open up the app, top right hand corner, the three different lines, click on that and it will show you, open up your insights tab then as well. So then when you do open up your insights, it gives you an overview. So it's a breakdown by demographic. Um, so where they live, uh, the people that are following you currently, what their age is, what gender they are and when they're most active online. So that's a really important one. So you know uh, what days of the week plus what hours of the day they're most active. So you can see on a Sunday at 3 p.m., um, like 400 of my followers are online at that time. So you know then that's a good time to go and post then or maybe post an hour before they're all online so that by the time they come online, that post is there within their feed. Not maybe an hour, maybe 30 minutes, 15 minutes, that kind of thing. Um, so it's a good idea to get used to those and see who are the people that are actually following you. Um, another tip for that as well is just to go into your followers and have a look and see what your followers, what their bios say, who are they, what are their interests, you know, what, what kind of stuff are they posting in their profiles um, and just really getting a good idea of who your followers actually are. Um, and then you can understand exactly what type of content you can create that will be engaging for them. So that's the overview of your audience. You get the breakdown by demographic, age, gender, and when they're most online. Um, so then you can go into individual posts. So when you open it up, you'll see posts and stories. So if you go into posts, then you can see there's a number of different things um, that you can see relating to your previous posts that you've posted. So you can do this for a full year. If you haven't been active on Instagram for a full year, you won't have that. You'll have maybe six months or three months or whatever. But you can break down individual posts then by these features. So the first one is impressions. So the total number of times your Instagram uh, posts and stories have been seen. Reach then is the, the number of unique views your post or story have had. So they're the number of times that people have seen them in their scroll um, and their unique views. So the next one is profile visits. So the number of times a user visit, visited your Instagram profile. So they've seen your post, they've clicked on the post and then they've gone in and viewed your actual profile. And um, so that is profile visits. Uh, followers, then you can calculate your follower growth rate by um, dividing the number of followers you've gained in a specific time period by the previous number of followers. And you can multiply that by 100 then for the percentage. So you can see on that particular post, I gained 3% new followers. So you know that if you go and create a similar post to that again, that you are going to get more followers Um you know, come into your account. And um, the next one then is likes. So you can see the number of times that a user has clicked on the heart icon beneath your post. Um, even though that likes are hidden, they, they do slightly matter, but they're not the most important thing. The most important metrics to consider are the following ones. So the first one is comments. So the number of times people have written something underneath your post, including when they tag a friend and the number of comments and likes, um, 
and save posts they're actually in underneath individual posts so you can view your insights on an individual post or you can go and view the overall insights so you can check in and see when you post you can go um just right underneath the post uh it has view insights and you can click on that and then you can see right this is post is getting a lot of shares or it's getting a lot of saves that kind of thing and you know on that individual post but if you want to get an overall picture you look at your insights in that um in the insights menu but if you want to get a overall uh, view of just that individual post you can do that um so comments i said that uh save posts the number of times they've clicked on the flag icon on the right hand side of your post and they've saved them into a private collection then of save posts so they sometimes do come back and look at those posts um sometimes i know i have like hundreds of save posts but i do often um go scroll through them and see and then i will eliminate ones that no longer are relevant to me i'll often like save posts that i see that um that's really relevant to me and it's something I want to you know refer back to in future um so you want to be creating that kind of those kind of save posts and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on as well and um, so share is then the number of times that people have shared a particular post so this is a really really good one and I'm going to you know go into detail on that as well later on um Views then is the number of times your video, uh, if you have a video or your Instagram story was viewed and um, website clicks then the number of times that the website link in your Instagram account. So whatever the link in your bio is, the number of times that that has, they have, you've caused um, a user to leave Instagram and visit your website. So that's website clicks. So there's more, there is a few more there, but they're just the ones that I'm covering. The most important ones really are comments, save posts, shares and um views that kind of thing um but we're going to go through them in detail so you do really need to understand your instagram analytics if you don't have that if you don't have a business account that's the first actionable tip i suggest you take today is go set up a business account it's not hard to do you can actually do it it's in that menu but if you just google how to set up a business account on instagram you'll find all the steps there it's really really easy to do and it is so worthwhile i just recommend that if you don't do don't have that set up go set it up today it is definitely um you know worth it because you have all those analytics then and you can make informed decisions about your content um even if you're not somebody that likes you know the figures and the details it's really interesting to go in and have a look and see oh well yeah i created that post god that post got loads of shares i didn't think it would hit the mark but it did um so yeah definitely go do that Okay, so step number two then is to create save-worthy content for your feed. So because Instagram kind of hidden the likes on posts, other factors are more important. So we've talked about them above, like having the savable content, the shareable content, that kind of thing. So now Instagram comments are, and saves, they're more important and shares are more important than ever. So the best way to improve your engagement is to create more content that encourages your audience to either tap the save button, the share button, um, or comment on your, your post. So savable content is anything that you know your content will want to read um, back again at a later time so there might be a lot of information in the post and they might say god i need to save that because i don't have time to read it all now but i really it's really valuable and i really do want to um read the whole post so by saving it they can go back and look at it again at a, at a different time um, and as I said they don't always revisit the content some people just save content for the sake of saving content and they don't always go back on it but a lot of people do so it is important um, to you know have that that mix of content and have save 
save-worthy content in your mix of content. Um, so a previous post that I did um, that got lots of saves was a really quick post that I put together in Canva and it was eight places to get free stock photos and it was literally just uh, laid out like a simple checklist. So you can go back on my Instagram and have a look and check that out. But that got loads and loads of saves because it was a really simple post. Um, it was really helpful for my audience and really value-filled um, content. Um, plus, I just had in the caption to go save the post. Um, for later so that they, they could refer back to it at any, any time so by having those um key pieces of information in that post that's why it did get lots of saves so it needs to be valuable for your audience um, in order for them to save it so they're not just going to save random things or random pictures of you or um nice pictures of a flat lay that kind of thing they're not going to save that it has to be valuable information or the value has to be in the caption if it's not in the image um in the post it has to be in the caption so um, you also have to ask for the save. So you have a call to action. If you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, you have heard me reference call to action. So it's basically telling your audience what to do. So you ask for the save. You say to them, save this for later. That might, might be the first thing that you put in the post, um, in the caption, um, so that you know then that they are going to save it or refer back to it to later. Um, so you also make sure that you don't have too many calls to action in one post. So if you want them to save um, the post, don't ask them to save it, to share it, to comment, to like, just ask them to do one thing. So if you, if you, if your goal for that post is to get it saved, that's what you need to ask them to do. Um, so then moving on to number three then is to create share worthy content on your feed. So we've talked about save worthy, now we're talking about share worthy. So this is the most important type of engagement that you can get as far as I'm concerned. So getting someone to share your post means that it resonates with them and that getting them to, to share it is the best type of action that they can make because it means more eyes on your account more followers and more organic growth for your account because if you get a hundred people to share one of your posts hundred people have shared that if each of them have a thousand followers you're opening up your account to all those potential new people that aren't currently following you and that they're going to click on that post and then go check out your account and if your account is set up to attract your ICA which as I said I will cover that in a future episode of course, they're going to go, want to go follow you. So it's the best way to get um, not only new followers on your account, but get engagement as well. Um, so how do you know what type of content then that your audience are going to share? So I have an entire episode on this. It's episode 17, the key to creating viral content on Instagram. So if you haven't listened to that, uh, I suggest go do so. Or if you have listened to it, maybe go back and re-listen um, and take notes and then look at your insights and see what kind of content has got shares previously because I break down step by step how I created a highly shareable piece of content and how I knew that it was going to be highly shareable in that episode so that's episode 17 and I'll link that in the show notes below as well um so the next thing that you can do is go follow a big account in your niche so see which type of content you feel that you would share um or go follow an account that your ideal customer is going to be following um and see what kind of content there is highly shareable so you can create your own version of that then or you can create something similar don't copy um i'm completely against that don't copy if you're going to do something make it your own um and you know put your own spin on things that's okay but copying is not okay um then you can comp compile a saved folder with content that you feel that people would share 
from around Instagram. Um, so you can also reshare other people's content. That's fine as long as you give credit. Um, or as I said, you can come up with your own version, your own spin on it. Just don't make it a, a carbon copy. Do your own thing on it. Um, so an example of a highly piece of shareable content that I created was a post that was free ways to help a small business out. So my ideal customers are small businesses and entrepreneurs. Um, and I created a post that I knew that they would want to share to their stories because it's helping them out. So it's free ways that their audience can help them out. So it's, it was created for them and um, for my ideal customer. It's not about me. I am not the, you know, I, I'm, it's, it's not all about me. It's about my customers and what type of content I create for them. So bear that in mind that you're their guide and you're guiding them and you're creating content that is for them. So make sure you go to the pro- my profile, you can check that post out and see why it's highly shareable and what are the things that I did. Um, and I break all that post down in that episode 17. So um, I will link that in the show notes below as well. Also, I after I created that post and it did get a lot of shares, I created a free Canva template um, that people can use to create that kind of post. So I will link that below in the show notes below as well. You can still get that. I think it's six um, different templates that you can use to create a similar post for yourself um, on Instagram. So make sure to check that out as well. So on to step number four then is to use more text on your feed. So at the moment, if you were just posting beautiful looking pictures, um, and if you have listened back to episode 20, which was with Mano Morano from Your Social Team, she explains why the feed with just beautiful photos, it's not no longer going to cut the mustard on Instagram. So you need to mix it up and try different things. So text-based images that perform really well on Instagram and help increase engagement are things like quote cards. So quotes will always do really well. They'll always be highly shareable. But make sure your text is clear and it's legible and that you're using a font that ties in with your brand. So you're not like posting it in Comic Sans or something and that you're, you know, a really high-end brand. Um, Make sure when you are creating the quote cards, you're using similar fonts to what you're using in your brand. Infographics as well uh, perform really well. So an infographic is basically a visual representation of text-based information. So you're maybe breaking down that text into like, um, you know, it's a, a visual. You might be using like, um, I'm just trying to think of one I did recently was like uh, a circle with uh, six different blocks of text in it. And it just makes it a bit more visual, a bit more shareable as well. Um, checklists, they're highly shareable. People want to go uh, share checklists because they're helpful for for their audience as well. And they're helpful for them. Um, tweet kind of mock-ups. So, you know, when you see on Instagram, you see people kind of posting tweets. But you can actually do a mock-up for tweets. I have a whole... Um, a template pack as well that you will be able to purchase from my shop from next week with all the different types of highly shareable content and um, so they should be available from friday of this week um so the next one is memos so you might do a memo to yourself memo please note that and whatever it is something that's going to be relatable and that will resonate with your audience uh video then with text overlay that performs really well too and mock up text messages so there's loads of different types but using text on your feed will help just break up your feed it will help it make you know a bit more kind of inviting and engaging and it's not just you know the pretty looking pictures so if you're someone say you're um 
just trying to think your clothing store and at the moment you're only just posting um images from the clothing store it might be a good idea to break it up and try and create that content that's going to invite that engagement from your audience and that they're going to want to go comment on the post because not everybody's going to want to comment on a post that's like here's this jacket it's available in this color and it costs this much that's not inviting engagement whereas if you are saying uh, hands up if you're somebody who has 50 pairs of shoes in your closet and you don't know how to um, you know get rid of them or um, I have a serious shopping addiction yes no you might use a poll or something like that that's the type of content that's going to generate engagement for your business whereas if you were just posting um, you know promotional based content all the time nobody's going to engage with that and that's why you're getting the tumbleweeds because you're not asking for the engagement and you're not creating the content that will get the engagement so what are the ways then that you can create a text-based feed so the first one is that I use is Canva so I like to use Canva to come on and create um say text-based images um that tie in with my my brand you don't have to be a graphic designer to use Canva there's loads of templates there that you can use and as I said I will have those templates available from my shop um that you can edit I also have an Instagram makeover pack in the shop as well um so make sure you go check them out and um, they're just new to the shop as well um so the next one then is creating more memes so number five so <laughs> I have to apologize for the background noise. I got a new dog at the weekend called Sonny and he is having great fun out in the hall. <laughs> so I'm in my office recording. So if you hear the background noise, that's what it is. He is just uh, obviously eating out of his bowl or something. But the next one then is creating more memes. So a meme is an image, a video, a piece of text that is typically humorous in nature that is copied and spread rapidly by internet users, often with slight variations. So a meme is a highly shareable piece of content. Um, so you need to know your ICA, your ideal customer avatar, and what their struggles are, what they find funny, and what are the things that they can relate to. So at the start of this episode, I said, hands up if you can relate to this, and I named the struggle that a lot of people do relate to. I know because I've been there myself. Um, so that's what you do with a meme, is that you take something like, if your ideal customer is really into the show Friends, you might use that for your meme, or if they're really into the show The Office, you might use that. Um... So I know that my ideal customer is uh likes to watch the US office um reruns of it over and over. So because I also do as well. <laughs> um so I created a meme based around that with uh two of the characters and what it's like being a small business owner and one of them is the friend asking what it's like being a bit small business owner and the friend then is answering with all the different things it's like paying your taxes and you know filing your returns um posting to Instagram, posting to Facebook, uh, packing orders, all that kind of stuff. So they were the struggles that most business owners face and that people don't understand what it's actually like being a small business owner. So people share that content then because they could relate to it. Um, so make sure you go check that out and see what kind of posts. So it's really, really easy to create. Um, and actually, I'm going to create an IGTV of how to create that type of meme in future. Um, so keep an eye out for that as well. Um. So what are the different types of memes then that you can create? So you can create a mock tweet style meme. So it looks like you've actually tweeted it. And um, that's in the template pack that I have. You can create just a piece of text and an image. So you, you can, you know, just post an image from a show. And it might be something like, um, you know, 
struggles that most small business owners face and the in the image you might have something like um as it as i said broke down with that that office space one you can go check that out and see what i mean um so then you can create a label type meme that you can put labels on things and using shows or using memes that you know your ideal customer is going to relate to and the next one then is a gif with text so a movable gif with a piece of text um and there's loads of different examples. I might compile a list of those examples as well. Um, and I will post that on my feed at some stage. Um, so on to number six then, which is uh, perfect your caption writing skills. So if you want people to engage with your content, you have to make sure that they do several things. So the first thing, they're scrolling through their feed and they see your photo. Then the next thing that they have to do is uh, at the start of the caption, click the read more button. So they have to say that's the next action. Then they have to read your caption. But the truth is they're never going to read your caption if you don't have the formula right. So I have covered this in detail in an early episode. It's episode three, the anatomy of highly engaging Instagram post. Um, And I break down all the different things you have to do to write a really good engaging caption on Instagram. So how do you get better at writing captions? It's simply practice. So I would have been really bad. I would have been like, uh, coffee anyone? Question mark. That would have been a caption that I wrote back in the day and expected people to engage with the content, but they were never going to engage with it because I wasn't, you know, I didn't have the formula right. So you need to have a hook and invite them into the story. And then you need to, you know, expand on that a little bit and explain what you're you're teaching them about. Um, then you need to have your body of text. Don't have walls of text because nobody's going to read big, massive reams and reams of text. Um, so break your content down with bullet points and emojis and make it into bite-sized chunks because people will read that. And if it's visually appealing, they will read it. And on a little side note, Instagram have, in the latest update, um, something that we've all been waiting for for years and years and especially people that are social media managers and that kind of thing. Um, so now you can put spacing into your Instagram captions in the app. You don't have to do it outside of the app. So that is like absolute hallelujah. It's made my day. I love it. Um, so you can actually put in the spacing. So there should be no excuses for having reams and reams and reams of text um, that is not legible. You need to break it down. So after every paragraph or after every sentence, have a space, have an emoji, just make it more visually appealing to um, your your follower um, and make them want to read it. And at the end, make sure you have a CTA or a call to action telling them exactly what you want them to do. So the first most important thing in any, um, you know, when you're writing your caption is to have a goal for your post. So what is the goal? Are you going to educate them? Are you going to inform them? Are you going to inspire them? Are you going to... Um, entertain them you know what is the goal of your caption so go back and listen to that episode if you haven't listened to it before it does break down how to create that really really good highly engaging post and you know you're going to get more engagement then that way um if you know exactly how to create that post and you have that formula there um so on to number seven then which is to put your feed posts on your stories so simply don't just share them to your stories and let them off and that be it there is a formula to this as well so every time that you post mention it in your stories with a call to action asking people to engage so if you want them to comment on the post you ask them to comment on the post if you want them to share the post you ask them to do that or if you want them to save the post you ask them to do that so if your followers if you want them to perform a certain action you need to tell them you need to be straightforward with it so 
I always cover my post over with the GIF and have like new posts, that kind of thing, because you don't want to give it all away. You want to invite them in to actually click on the on the post. So you can tell them to tap here on the image. Um, so li literally, if they tap on the image, then it brings them into your feed uh, post. So you can use another GIF for that as well, or you can literally write the words tap here. Um, and you need to write a killer headline that makes them want to click on the post. So this is also known as a hook. Um, so if your post is, you know, a value driven post, um, you can, you know, write something like here's something that you don't want to miss out on today or do you have you learned this skill yet or that kind of thing. So you're inviting them into it, but you're not telling them exactly what it's about. It's called a. That is exactly the same kind of formula that they're using and you will see sometimes you get an email and you're like oh and you just click open it and why have you clicked open it it's because you read the headline so you need to do that with your posts as well um because then that way they are going to want to go click on it and they are going to want to go view it so the next thing then is to use your location sticker um so your location sticker uh, tags your post and lets you know where you are so you don't have to use the particular location that you are in but it is a good idea to do that as well so you can actually you know use the location stickers from other places as well um but always use the location sticker in your instagram story because it will open up your post then to other people that aren't currently following you Okay, so number eight then is to post regularly, but don't overpost. So overposting means that people are constantly seeing your posts and they will get tired of this fast. So they stop engaging and they stop sharing your posts, they stop commenting on your posts because they get sick of you seeing your posts all the time. So one post per day is plenty, but you can also just post two or three times a week uh, in your feed as long as you're showing up on stories as well every day. Um, so it also gives the algorithm a chance to show your post your audience when you're posting less often less often so if you are posting say you posted a really good value post at eight o'clock yesterday morning um and then at say 2 p.m you decide to post another post what that's going to do is tell instagram that right ignore that 8 a.m really value build post now now is the one that we're concentrating on because you've you've put out a second post so over posting it does hurt your account so make sure you are posting regularly but you're not over posting so as i said you can post less often it's it's quality over quantity so really really good content less often is better than lots of content that's not good quality um, number nine then is to create value-driven content for your audience. So you need to make sure that in your content mix, you're creating value content for your audience. So value content is content that gives your audience a takeaway, it's helpful and it's useful for them. So it's content that your audience, you know, it might be helpful to them in areas where they're struggling or it might guide them to an answer, that kind of thing. So the content, it should add value to your followers' lives and help them out. So this type of content is highly engaging and you're creating an affinity with your audience because you're educating them on a certain topic and you're positioning yourself then as their guide and as an industry expert. So number 10 then is to give the type of engagement that you would like to get. 
So it's called social media. So you need to make sure that you are actually being social. So give engagement on your followers accounts and leave meaningful comments. So you don't do it in expectation of anything in return. But if you do give out those good vibes and that kindness, it will come back to you in spades. I promise you. So it also increases your visibility on the platform and it will help you gain new followers too. So the basic rule of Instagram is that engagement feeds engagement. So by interacting with others, other users on the platform, you're increasing your chances of being seen. So the more you go engage, the more visible your account becomes and the more engagement you get from visitors then to your profile as well. So make sure that you have notifications set up so that when people reply to your posts um, and that they've taken the time to leave a comment, make sure that you then go reply to their comment. But don't just go say, oh, thanks for the comment. Leave a comment and ask an open-ended question. So you might say like, thanks for the comment. What do you think about X? Or are you a fan of X? So you're asking an open-ended question and you're inviting a response from that so that when they respond to that, you go respond to them. And that is just all good vibes into the algorithm and telling the algorithm that this person is interested in your content. So in future, it's going to push, push your content out more to that particular person. So make sure that you put aside a little time every day to engage with your ideal audience. So these are people that are not currently following you. Um, leaders in your niche. So that will help increase your visibility. So if there's people within your niche that have like lots and lots of followers and they're, you know, people that are not direct competitors to you, but they're within your niche, make sure you go comment on their posts um, so that you know, you might turn on their post notifications or their story notifications. So that make sure you're you're leaving a comment because it's increasing your visibility. And when other people leave a comment, they're going to see your account then as well. Um, you can also follow hashtags from your niche. So if you do that, what I like to do is go every day, see the most recent posts and pick five posts. And I go into their profile. I like three of their photos and I leave a meaningful comment. It doesn't always mean that they will come follow me back but once they come onto my account and see oh there's lots of valuable content on this account um they do more often than not um come follow me um so if you're thinking i don't have time for this where do i find the time look at your insights and or look at your um instagram how much time you're spending on instagram at the moment and you'll probably be surprised to see right i'm wasting a half an hour every day that i'm scrolling and engaging you know uh, not engaging scrolling and um consuming other people's content this is time that i could be using to go engage and it will help my account um all you need is 10 to 15 minutes every day um i like to do it on a desktop because i find it easier to type i like to use an actual keypad to type um i can type quicker and i can get through it a lot quicker and you know i can like a lot more images in that time as well um so make sure you're giving out the type of engagement that you'd like to get Okay, so on to my bonus tip, which is to use Instagram stories to increase your engagement. So there's lots of different engagement features within the app on Instagram stories, and it's way easier to get someone to tap yes or no on a poll than it is to get them to do all the steps that we talked about earlier in, you know, you're getting them to, you know, first of all, see your photo and stop the scroll. You're getting them to, you know, read the first line of your caption. You're getting them to click read more. You're getting them to read your caption and then you're getting them to, you know, leave a comment or to do some form of engagement. Um, whereas within stories, it's way easier to get someone to engage by just, you know, tapping on a poll. Um, and there's loads of different features. So you've got a poll, you've got quiz, you've got support small business sticker, you've got an emoji slider, you've got a DM sticker. Not everybody 
it has all these features by the way I don't have a DM sticker I'm still heartbroken over it <laughs> you've got gifts you've got a countdown sticker and you've got a challenge sticker so there's loads of different features that are just made for engagement within Instagram stories so you need to create stories that are engaging to your audience um, and that are helpful to them or that is, you know, inviting that bit of engagement. So it's fun. It's you're either inspiring, you're informing, you're educating or you're entertaining them with your stories. So you need to create a mix of contents. So you have that value content. So you're sharing stories sometimes that are really valuable to them. So it might be tips or strategies, hacks, that kind of thing. You have your relationship building content, which is content that they're getting to know you. So you might share like images of your dog or your cat or you might share like family photos or you're having a family day out, all that kind of thing. So that's relationship building content and then your promotional content as well. So in episode five of the marketing guide, I have a whole... um episode I can think of the word episode on Instagram stories so it's called using Instagram stories for your business I link that in the show notes below as well and you might have listened to it already but it's a good idea maybe to go back and listen to it again take some notes and you'll understand then how to create um, engaging content on Instagram so the more people engage with your stories the more they will see your stories in future so when you open up your app and you see like there's five or six people at the top of your app um, on stories they're people that you are engaging with all the time. That's why they are there. Um, so if they're engaging with your stories, they're going to see more of your stories in future. And then you can drive them to your feed post with using the format that we talked about above. So you're sharing your feed post, you're having the hook um, or your headline and um, you're getting them to tap on the post. Um, so that is a way. And then if they're doing that as well, they're going to see more of your feed posts because they're engaging with your feed posts as well. Um, so that's my little bonus tip for today. So what we learned in today's episode were the 10 steps. Uh, number one was to know your audience and know your ideal customer. I am going to cover that in a future episode. Number two is create shareworthy content on your feed. Number three was to create save-worthy content on your feed. Um, number four, we talked about using more text in your images on your feed. Number five was to create more memes. Number six was to perfect your caption writing skills. And I gave you the formula for that and talked about a previous episode that you can listen to um, to get the formula for that. And number seven then was to put your feed posts on your stories. Number eight was to post regularly, but don't overpost. Number nine, then we talked about creating value-driven content for your audience. And number 10 was give the type of engagement that you would like to get. And then I give you a bonus piece of content, which was to use Instagram stories to increase your engagement with your followers. Um, so there you have it. That's it for this week's episode. I hope you've enjoyed this and learned lots. I hope I've not been talking too fast for you to take notes. Um, if you could take a couple of minutes out of your day and go leave a review, I would really appreciate that. You can do it on an Apple device or an Android device. I'll link that in the show notes below. And all you have to do is leave a review. What do you think of the podcast? Um, or what you did you enjoy this particular episode leave a review and make sure you leave your name and your business name and I will give you a free shout out on a future episode as well um so that would absolutely mean the world to me I would really really appreciate it if you could go do that and it also means that I can keep on creating these free mini trainings and it can reach more people and get more people um more engagement not engagement more listeners to the show of <laughs> engagement on the brain um so hope you have a great week and I will see you in the next episode 